Welcome in to the Save by Nostalgia podcast. I'm Noah Groniger, alongside Clint Schweitzer, and boy, do we have a show for you. Clint, we just arrived in Palm Springs with reservations at the beautiful Desert Sands Hotel for Jesse's dad's wedding, and we have two very special guests on this episode, and none other than Jesse's dad, David Spano himself, as played by George McDaniel, but also executive producer Peter Engel, who has a cameo on the golf course in this two-part episode. We're going to try to get Peter to reenact his line, and we'll see, Clint. Maybe I'll do a scene with George and play the role of Jesse. I don't know. What do you say? I say absolutely. I'm here for it because this is a, a favorite episode of mine kind of growing up. And um, the fact that um, that they're at the uh, Desert Sands Hotel by Marriott as a proud Marriott Rewards member, this really makes me happy. And this is one that I've got to book a, a, a room at immediately. Um, and it's just so great to see uh, the setting. It's, it's brand new. I mean, we've seen... Um, Recently, the All in the Mall episode where the gang is off of the set of Bayside High School, but we're going to take that a step further, and we're going um, to uh, the Desert Sands Hotel by Marriott. This just this puts me in all the feels when I see this opening, and you see the beautiful exterior of the hotel. You see the gang pull up. They arrive in a van with no luggage, by the way. I guess uh, they're bringing that up later. Uh, like you said, they've been invited to Mr. Spano's wedding, who we've never heard anything about before. Um it's in Palm Springs. He manages this hotel, which is wonderful. Uh, he's the manager of the hotel. We talked about George McDaniel, our special guest on this episode. You know him from such films as Lionheart, and this is Spinal Tap. So, George, and not only that, but he's from our home state here in Missouri. A lot of connection with George, and uh, I always remember him fondly as uh, Mr. Spano, David Spano, from this episode. I do. You mentioned he is the manager of this luxury hotel, and boy, is it ever luxurious. I mean, there's just boat rides in the water that we'll get to. I mean, just it's gigantic. It's beautiful. I've never seen a hotel quite like this. Even the the, the one in Home Alone doesn't hold any water to this one. I've got to get out to California and stay somewhere in this hotel. I've got to find some hotel like this. It's amazing. Well, um, as luck would have it, Screech has brought along a new book. It's called Everything oh, You Need to Know About Girls. And... Um, he says Jesse's dad may not be the only one getting some action. I'm just going to leave that with you. How would Screech handle actually getting some action? What would that sound like? Well, I don't think he would actually know what to do. Like, I think the woman would start taking her clothes off and then start taking his. And he just, oh boy, oh, zoinks. Like, just completely just lose it. And I, I have a feeling Screech might run out of the room and like, oh gosh, should I use a condom or not? Whoop, I gotta go ask Zach. Hold on. And he'd run out of the room and go, <laughs> go ask Zach. Like, Zach, do, should I use a prophylactic? Do you have one? Just <laughs> Wow, am I glad I asked that question. <laughs> um, but the guys are gonna hit the health spa. Um, and it's funny that you would arrive at this luxurious hotel. There's uh, you know, you've got hot tubs and pools and just beautiful scenery, and you're going to the health club, you're gonna get a workout in. Zach wastes no time hitting on a woman in the spa. Uh, she teaches six aerobics classes a day. Turns out it's about to be Jesse's stepmother. It's David Spano's fiance. We don't know that yet. Uh, so Zach tries out one of her aerobics moves and gets stuck with his legs behind his head. A little funny moment there. I always enjoyed it. Zach trying to, you know, display his athleticism towards this aerobics bimbo. And uh, he's worse for wear at the end of it. Love that little scene. I do too. I mean, earlier on, he sees her walk past and uh, they don't know who it is, of course. And Jesse calls her an aerobics airhead. If brains were dynamite, she wouldn't have enough to blow her nose. 
And I thought that was a good line. And then we see him later on, yeah, getting stuck in this position as she tries to show him some moves and Zach just can't do it. He gets stuck. He rolls completely over. But Slater, what do we make of this? Slater sits down at this row machine, says, hi, is this boat taken? I like it when the water's calm like this. And of course, he's sitting next to Christina, a princess, and she's from Europe. I like her accent, actually. Uh, we later learned that she's from Lichtenberg. So I like that accent. If I could ever meet a girl with that accent, maybe I'd have a chance in this world. Well, but... it's funny. That's not a real country. But other than that, yeah, that's that's pretty yeah, well so done. That's, that's it. That was the joke. That's my chance in this world. None from a fake country. So Yeah, I don't like it. This is the side bar of this uh, episode, uh, these two episodes that, you know, I really doesn't go anywhere for me. Like um, Slater in this uh, princess. We don't know if she's a princess yet. She says she'll tell him when the time is right what what her background is it's like you just met like why does this even have to go on past this uh so i'm not really buying it but in the meanwhile screech is talking to a woman they are um, both on the ellipticals there on treadmills and screech asks her to run away with him she doesn't really respond she just turns turns uh his treadmill on high and and sends him sprawling away uh finally we get to meet jesse's dad david spano the incomparable george mcdaniels uh, he seems really perfect to play Jesse's dad to me. He's like got the, kind of the perfect age and uh, look and temperament. Um, they're all wanting, waiting to meet uh, the new fiance. He's arranged a nice private table for him in this beautiful dining room. And it's like this part, I always really liked it because you see this dining room again. You see the gang like getting ready to partake in this like fancy dinner. It's not at the max. They're in this beautiful hotel and they're, it just sort of humanizes the entire cast quite a bit. I really like this little scene. This little dinner scene, I just thought it was really nice to see them in this such a luxurious setting. It's new. You just get the feeling that, that, that they're more human now that you're seeing them in a setting like this. Is it just me? Am I taking it too far there? No, I get it. I mean, they're all dressed up really nice. They're going out to this dinner. They're in a new location. They're all out here on this little vacation, kind of away from their families, uh, except for Jesse, who's here. But it, Jesse's worrying, and Kelly's trying to calm her down. Says it's not like we're meeting... Mel Gibson, it's just your dad, and uh, Jesse wants to make the right impression, but yeah, just it's first uh, just the girls, and then uh, Jesse's dad, and then the guys show up, and they're in suits, they're looking nice and sharp, and uh, Screech wants to give an example of the powers of his book, and so he flips through and tries to find a page to kind of come on to Lisa and show her the powers, and I'm going to win you over, and, and he says, you know, love kitten, I don't need to see the specials, you're the catch of the day. Lisa says, catch this and hit Screech over the head with his own book. So that's kind of what we're getting here. That's all the book is good for. That's all it's going to be used for is tormenting Screech because I don't know where he bought this book, who wrote this book, but the ideas that he's getting and there's a few good ones, but uh, Screech's kind of implementation of them just never works out for him. Well, we finally meet um, Leslie, and she is uh, the aerobics instructor from earlier. She is David Spano's fiance. Jesse can't believe he's going to marry someone so young, and uh, Zach can't believe that he tried to pick up on Jesse's stepmom. Um, so in the meanwhile, Leslie seems just like a very nice, congenial person. Uh, Leslie wants Jesse to be her maid of honor, and Jesse blows it off, says she's not feeling well, and retires for the night. Is, even Jesse, who is known as kind of a, a neurotic person, someone with a very strong personality that she's not for everyone. She's kind of a sourpuss a lot of the time. This is a lot even for Jesse to just completely blow off this nice woman that's about to be her her stepmother. Like I don't it doesn't really have any much context to it other than the age difference. And we don't even really know what that is. I just found this to be a little a little much, even for Jesse. I'm sorry. 
I did too. Like she was taking it too far. I thought like she could have just sat through dinner and got through it and not said much. And, and kind of then when she's off with the gang later on or her dad kind of let her peace be known, but to freak out and just leave the table and, uh, say that she's embarrassed that her dad's robbing the cradle. And then, uh, Leslie has to like run after her and catch up to her. And, uh, you left before I could ask you to be my maid of honor on Sunday. And Jesse says, oh, well, uh, well, gee, Leslie, I don't know. I really can't. I don't have a gown. And she's making up all these just elaborate excuses as to why she can't do it. And she's not wanting to be a part of this. She doesn't approve, obviously. So, I th- yeah, I, I thought she was making way too much out of this as well. We get um, a nice moonlit boat ride that the gang goes on. Uh, some wonderful bee footage through this that just shows the landscape, the ocean, the sunset. Like it just put me right in the mode, you know, as someone that's a frequent traveler and goes on a lot of cruises and just to see that it it really hearkens me to those times of beautiful ocean sunsets. There's not really anything like it. Um, Slater is still putting the moves on Christina. Uh, He took her on the boat ride. Apparently she's 17. Her last name is Von Hoffman. She's from Lichtenberg and has no boyfriend. I guess that's a mix between Lichtenstein and Luxembourg. Alas, no boyfriend. She's not promised anyone. She's a princess. She invites Slater to play golf. And it all this is where this starts to really go bad. He awkwardly mimics a golf swing and yells, four. And you're just kind of like already feeling like Slater is not this bumbling idiot. Why is he acting this way around Christina? And it just continues to go downhill from there. It does. And on this boat ride, I guess they get off at some point and they're walking around. We learn that apparently Screech has kissed Lisa before. He says... He kissed her for the first time on a bridge right before Lisa threw him off, and he still has the rock that he hit his head on. Uh, and Screech is like, ah, oh, memories. And so I did not, I didn't know that, that he had kissed her before, apparently at some other time. But Zach is sore still from the uh, workout or the attempt to work out and impress Leslie from before, and says even his socks hurt. Uh, Kelly rubs his shoulders, so we're starting to get a feeling like, hey, maybe Kelly and Zach finally getting back, and Kelly says this is exactly where she wants to get married. And uh, Zach apparently had learned that he's like, you still want to get married to Tom Cruise? He's like, no, I hate his last movie. And just seeing them together again, and you get the feeling that maybe off in this uh, Palm Springs weekend, that maybe they're going to get back together. Maybe this is the time. And she says, you know, you're a gentleman, just like when we were going together. So you get the feeling she's cold. Uh, Zach gives her his jacket. And so you just get this feeling, and I, I I tell you, for this, I'm all in. Like, when I, I remember first watching this, we had seen what happened with Jeff and the attic and all of that, and her leaving Zach for this uh, older guy, and and now we get back to this. Finally, we've gone through several episodes, and now we're here, and we're wondering, are they finally going to get back together? Absolutely, and you just get the hint that there's still a spark there, uh, just the way they're interacting. And again, it's not at Bayside High School in the hallway. It's in this beautiful setting. It's outside. And you just get kind of almost like cold chills when you watch it because you feel like that there could be something here. Uh, meanwhile, Screech tries that same tactic as Zach well, with the uh, putting the jacket on the lady. He believes uh, you know, from his book that that is the thing to do. He misses Lisa, falls, plummets into the water. Uh, classic Screech. Um, Jesse, she's still talking about wanting her dad to be with someone his own age. He's just not having it. Um, and now we go to Slater playing golf with Christina. One of the more cringeworthy moments to me in Say by the Bell. Um, she has a golf course in her backyard, so this is second nature to her. Her father is involved in this too, and it's just sort of awkward. Slater doesn't really know what he's doing, and I'm just kind of, you're just kind of like, this is not 
right for Slater. It just doesn't feel right. No, Slater has a screech moment. It's like they confuse characters or something. He's uh, comes down and Christina's, like you said, her dad shows up and uh, she introduces like the King of Lichtenberg. And he's like, wait, so he's really a, then you're a, oh boy. Like that's a screech line. 100%. How is that given to Slater? I know it. And he's, he, he's nervous. He's, he throws his club when he tries to swing it. He, the, you could just tell this is not going well. Uh, meanwhile, Zach and Kelly are playing together and they are just making a great team. And it even gets brought up. Zach says they still make a good team. So you know that there's feelings there and that we're going to see where this goes. But um, basically anything to do with Slater and this, this princess is, is just way over the top. He's not doing well being put into the limelight here. And then we go to the pool for some fun in the sun. Um, and Zach and Kelly are at it again. They're playing back and forth in the water. They're obviously flirting. Uh, Screech is floating around in a, in a lounge chair. And um, he said he, his book predicted Zach and Kelly would get back together. Um, and she's talking, he's talking to Kelly about it. So he's like throwing it out there to Kelly and she's like, yeah, you know, maybe there is a chance. And so you just get that feeling that this is where it's headed. You do. And then it just kind of gets beat over your head that this is where we're going. Cause Zach helps Kelly out of the pool, wraps a towel around her and they kiss. And he's like, do we just kiss? Like, that's what it felt like to me. And, uh, he's like, Kelly, I didn't plan. She's, I know me either. And they kiss again, and she's like, I better go, see ya. And Zach's I like this place. And so you're just completely invested in part two as we're kind of heading out of part one here. And like, where is this going to go? Are they going to officially make an announcement that we're back together? Are we going to see them going out more? Uh, so you're definitely invested in part two. And But then Jesse comes up, and uh, she's furious, and she says it's a shame she's going to have to stop the wedding. And that's where kind of part one ends with uh, Jesse kind of coming up with some sort of plot and you're wondering where this is go, how she's going to stop the wedding. Yeah. That kind of puts us in between episodes. So at, at this point we want to go ahead and bring on our special guest, George McDaniel, who played David Spano in this episode. Well, George in, in 1991, it uh, finally happens. You um, are on two episodes of Saved by the Bell, uh, Palm Springs weekend one and two, you play the part of David Spano. Just talk about, how this kind of came to be uh we've had peter engel on our show before you know obviously uh the buck kind of stops with, with peter when it comes to uh the, the same the bell show he's the creator of the show just kind of talk about how it came to be uh and and sort of how how it all happened i had to make use of uh i went in an audition for it and they were they were very responsive and and Peter and and the other producers and and I thought well you know that that looks good and then I hadn't heard anything and I called my agent and, and they said well I just talked to them and they, they said they really like you but they're a little unsure and I said oh okay and uh, so I I my another good friend that had done um, uh, a show with down in La Jolla Ernie Sabella we we we'd done. Um, a funny thing happened on the way to the forum together, and Ernie actually did seven episodes of of Saved by the Bell. And and I I called him up and I said, Ernie, how do you, do you know anybody over there? Do you know Peter Engel? You know those guys? He said, Yeah, sure, sure, because he'd done the Hawaiian episodes right before oh, they were yes. shooting mine, and. And I, I said, well, you know, if you if you get a chance to talk to him, just throw him a good word because they they seem to be a little on the fence. And he called me back about five minutes later, and he said, 
everything's fine. <laughs> you got to do it. <laughs> and talk about like filming on location. I believe that's called the Palm Springs weekend, but I believe it was in desert sands, California at the Marriott desert sands hotel. It, and yeah, it's, it's Palm desert. Yeah. It was, which is basically next door to Palm Springs, but, uh, the hotel is just spectacular. Um, you know, golf courses and pools where well, you see it at all and, and yeah. little boats that come into the lobby and all that. And, and I, I went out with my wife and, and then my youngest son, who was maybe, well, both sons, because there's about a five-year difference. One was nine and the other was around four. And they loved the whole business of riding on those boats. And, but they lasted about three days. And my wife, uh, who, who was also an actress, uh, stayed about three days, but she was stuck in the hotel with two boys while I was off <laughs> shooting every day. <laughs> so after three days, she said, oh, I'm not going to go back to Topanga. Well, <laughs> but it, but it, the place was like, with the, we, we had a big, enormous workout room and hot tubs and pools. And it, it, after she left with the boys, I had more fun at night. <laughs> Well, you were out uh, while you were shooting. You're out gallivanting with a, a younger fiance, played by Barbara Brighton as Leslie. That's kind right, of the, the right. uh, subject of the show. Is uh, you're getting married and Jesse is not for it because your your uh, your fiance is so young. Because just got to talk about about that, like your your uh, you know your interactions with Elizabeth Berkeley and some and some of the cast members. Obviously, they were kids at the time, and and um, you know they were. Uh, you know, still 16, 17, 18, you know, years old. Um, so they didn't have maybe the, the, a full day of shooting like, like uh, some of the, um, you know, old, older cast did. Just talk about your interactions with Elizabeth Berkeley and some of the other cast members, uh, whether it be um, Mark Paul Gosselar or, um, you know, Mario Lopez, any of the, any of the others. Well, I, I, I worked out with Mario and, and Mark Paul and, and hung out with them a bit at, at night and then, when when my wife came back to to L.A. Uh, and they were great young kids, very very smart, very talented, both of them. That Mario's done okay. <laughs> <He's>, <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> and and uh, with Elizabeth, it was very interesting because the whole thing about the show was uh, I, I was marrying this young woman who worked at the hotel who taught who was a, a exercise teacher at the hotel who was considerably my junior and and uh, uh elizabeth was dating elizabeth i think was 18 or 19 at that time i'm not i'm not sure i hope i'm not dating her and everybody goes uh -oh. <laughs> oh my god she's 75 years old uh, uh, i my, my wife was actual wife was considerably she was like maybe nine years younger and, and mm -hmm. but elizabeth was dating this older man who was a producer uh, of, of uh, television shows I, I i don't i'm not exactly sure i remember exactly what the name of the show was and i don't want to I, I, i'd rather not throw his name into the mix because yeah elizabeth's privacy and everything else mm -hmm. uh but but she was dating this young man. She, she said, well, you, you're older than your wife, and, and my parents are very concerned that I'm dating this older man. And, I, and she said, because they just think that there's too much time 
difference between our ages and we don't have as much in common and and, and all of those things. And I said, Elizabeth, you're 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 talking to the right person because <laughs> I, I had I I never went through that except in my own head that that she was my my wife is that much younger than I, but. Mm-hmm. But it has not made a single bit of difference in how we relate to one another. We yeah. we care deeply about one another, and then and there you go. And she said, "Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. I'm going to tell my mom and dad." I'm like, "You know, maybe I shouldn't have said anything at all." But it was exactly <laughs> the story of, of of the piece that we were working on. Well, there you get it from George McDaniel. He's talking about playing David Spano, what it was like working uh, on this uh, particular set with this cast and crew. Wonderful times. But uh, Jesse's trying to stop his wedding, so he's got some problems with his daughter here who clearly has some daddy issues, not wanting him to marry Leslie. And we kind of start part two with uh, Kelly on a treadmill with Lisa and... um, Lisa's goosebumps are having goosebumps over the news of Kelly's feelings from Zach. She doesn't want to hear it. She wants to know if if it's love or what's going on here. So you start off with that being a pivotal point here. And it's almost like the Jesse Leslie and her dad stuff is almost taking a back seat to some of the other stuff that's going on. Like there was way too much screen time given to Slater and this princess. And then you got Zach and Kelly, which is great. And then you're kind of like, oh, yeah, and now Jesse's trying to stop this wedding. Like, none of us really want that to happen. You don't want her character to even go there. But thus, here we are. Yeah, for story purposes, I mean, having Zach and Kelly get uh, possibly back together here doesn't quite work as far as, like, just telling this story of this new character, Jesse's dad, David Spano, uh, the fact that they're at this place to be at his wedding to Leslie. I mean— I have forgotten about this and I'm all about is are Zach and Kelly getting back together? Like, Oh wait, Jesse and this other thing. Oh yeah. I forgot about that. But I mean, Jesse drops this note off at the spa for Leslie. Leslie gets the note and it says, David is canceling dinner. Jesse says, Oh, that's just like daddy's always canceling. And then Jesse pretends not to know about that when she meets her dad and asks him to go out to dinner as if she's not imposing and he's like, no, like, yeah, we can go out to dinner. I'm going with Leslie if that's okay. And just, oh, yeah, sure. Even though she knows that Leslie's not going to show up because she sent her this note that her dad is canceling. Yeah, wow, that's a lot. Um, <laughs> it's like this very weird, loose plan to get the, to put them at odds, to put David and Leslie at odds. I really just don't quite getting it. Um, meanwhile, Slater is still making horrible jokes. Um, he's at dinner with Christina and her father, this part's really cringeworthy. He uh, starts out telling lies about his family. Um, his mom is just an average movie queen turned U.S. senator. And his grandfather owned most of California. Noah, I want out of this and fast. I need this to be over. Well, my friend, uh, your wish will not be granted. Uh, he also mentioned that his dad was a colonel. He means general. Uh, he, all of them, actually. Uh, he's He's everything in the Army. He's a major, a colonel, a general. He's everything. And... Yeah, like you, I want this to end, but it just won't. It won't go away through the rest of the show, sadly. Well, let's uh, go. Let's keep it moving here. Screech is still using the book, and uh, he says many beauties are attracted to the goofy saphead type. Uh, is that true? Um, I haven't found that to be true uh, in my time out there being a goofball. Um, I think they are attracted to uh, either a six-pack model type or just a fat redneck. That's 
that's what I've gone. That's what I've experienced in my awesome. time. Screech falls does not fall into any of, any of those categories, but he does approach a girl and smiles. It the book tells him that you just give a girl a smile and it'll, it'll work. Uh, he has the book and um, he says, "I'm Screech." She says, "I'm Melissa. You're cute." Oh my God! Screech has hit it big. This is it. This is the moment. It says, "Tell her you love something about her body." And he says he loses the book and says he loves her big nose. Then follows it up with big bottom, almost a question. She throws him into the water and he was so close. He just had to say the right thing and <laughs> did it. Yeah. All that time. Try just having to say the right thing. It's tough to find those right words in that moment. So I uh, feel for screech there. I've been in those shoes, but uh, just to go back a little bit to this dinner with Jesse and her dad, Leslie shows up and she's wondering what David is doing there because she got a message that he had to cancel dinner he says he never got the message, and Jesse said, oh, that's strange. But my question is, what in the world is Leslie doing there by herself, all dressed up, when she doesn't have dinner plans anymore? She just shows up by herself at the restaurant, all dolled up, when David had canceled dinner, and she has no plans, just eating by herself there? I, I'm lost. That's why I called it a loosely concocted plan. It still doesn't make sense <laughs> to me. I'm not like invested in that at all. So it's almost like when it happens, you kind of think, well, did she, didn't she said that it was canceled. So why would she be, exactly. would she be showing up here? <laughs> um, anyway, Slater in the meanwhile, after the dinner incident has been avoiding Christina, uh, he tells her it's not going to work out. He breaks up with her. Uh, he says they're too different. He's just an average guy. He doesn't fit in her world. She's caviar and he's hot dogs. And um, they reconcile. He, she just kisses him. I, I, it's I don't. He tries to break up with her. She's not having it. And um, they kiss, and they are back together. I don't care. <laughs> That's a good summation. I could throw some other things in there, but I don't want to. So, uh, Jesse and her dad are going to race. And of course, Leslie's going to be involved in the swimming pool because that's what they used to do. And he, uh, David says, it's every Spano for themselves. They start racing and Jesse dunks Leslie. Zach's kind of doing the play-by-play -play here. And he says, boy, those Spanos sure take swimming seriously. And so I love that part. Um, Jesse just going at all odds, trying to dunk and drown Leslie here. That's kind of her next plan. I'm going to drown you. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, not, I don't know, like to, to have one big moment of like, Jesse's really rebelling against this. I'm going to have, they're going to have her dunk her future stepmom and beat her in the race. Like, again, it's not something I'm all that invested in. So you're just kind of like, Oh God, Kel you know, Jesse's still at this. And, um, Kelly winds up telling screech that Zach's getting too serious about her. Of course, she's, um, confiding in the world's worst confidant, but, uh, <laughs> Kelly doesn't want to date just one guy. Um, and <laughs> funny moment, uh, screech says, well, that's why you wanted to dance with me. You're cute. Kel but I couldn't do that to my friend and Kelly just wants to be friends with Zach. And this is where I'm just like, what were they doing? Why, why did they set this up only to slam the door again? Saved by the bell viewers want Zach and Kelly. And yet they teased it and are taking it away again. What's up with that? I have no idea. Like Zach calls a waiter over when they first get to dinner and he's like, hi, what would you like? And Zach's like, Oh, I'll have a Coke. And then the waiter's like, Oh, and for your beautiful date, she goes, um, diet lips. And you're just like, oh, no, not again. <laughs> just like a guy that almost looks like Patrick Muldoon, Jeff Hunter from those earlier episodes. <laughs> and she's just completely just Zach who for what? Uh, diet lips. I mean, Coke. Like, uh, and you're just immediately just back in that moment of she's going to do it to him again. 
it, it doesn't really uh, make sense because Zach winds up agreeing. Yes, I just well, I got to talk to you about this because I just want to be friends too. Is not this great? Who wants to just be friends with Kelly Kapowski? Zach's loved her since he was a kid. No, like what were they doing teasing this? I'm st- I, I feel I, I I feel a bit used or something like this episode using me for just oh, my my emotions. I can't believe it. One hundred percent. And like I said, maybe they thought it was taking away from the intended storyline that we're here at uh, Jesse's dad's wedding. But I mean, once you've done it, you got to see it through. You can't just be like, oh, we're right there. And then, oh, pull back. Never mind. We just want to be friends. Forget everything we just did. <laughs> right. Well, don't worry. We're going to be saved by the wedding. The wedding day is here and Jesse won't smile for her wedding pictures with Leslie. She calls her a gold digging bimbo. And Leslie's <laughs> finally going to call her out. She hasn't given her a chance, and she's not letting Jesse ruin her wedding. Uh, obviously, this upsets David. George McDaniel just can't believe it. There's a rift between his uh, daughter and his fiance here. Um, David's upset. Jess, Jesse asked him to actually call off the wedding. Leslie's not going to let Jesse ruin her wedding, and George McDaniel is going to swoop in there with some words of wisdom for Jesse and how to, trying to bring this all back together. And Noah, I don't think of, I don't just can't think of any better way to do it. Then have you play the role of Jesse, George McDaniel, reprising his role as David Spano. Let's roll it. Uh, George, we've got a scene here to do. This is uh, between uh, <laughs> yourself and Elizabeth Berkeley. Uh, Jesse's not wanting Thanks me to get married. Thanks for sending it. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for sending it. It was, it was, it was, it's interesting to see. I'm, I'm, that was what, 20 some odd years ago. It's only been 28, 28 years, George. Only 28. 28. Let's got the number there. I'm only 28. <laughs> That must have been my age at the time. <laughs> yeah, of course. Daddy, I want you to call off the wedding. I don't think Leslie's right for you. I'm sorry you feel that way, but I love her and she loves me. But there's so many other women. Jesse, I will always be your father. But you're growing up and you'll have your own life. I want my own life too. I'm marrying Leslie and that's final. Then I won't be there to see it. Ha! There you go. George, David Spano is trying to be reasonable about this, but Jesse is not having it and she's split. She's out of here. Absolutely. She storms out. She's not going to have any part of this wedding. I guess she's just going to take her bags and go home. Like they used to say at uh, kids at the playground uh, who are getting beat in basketball or football or whatever, just take your ball and go home. And that's what Jesse's doing here. But uh, now Zach's big plan is to stall the wedding. They have to stall the wedding somehow as Zach is going to go off on this adventure to find Jesse and bring her back, talk some sense into her. And the priest shows up, and the gang, the rest of the gang that's left there, they take the priest all over the hotel, showing him exactly where Mr. Spano is so they can get everything set up. But instead, they lead him to all the wrong spots every single time. Meanwhile, Zach does track Jesse down on the golf course, which is beautiful, by the way, and uh, says she's just being jealous and she'll regret it forever if she doesn't go. And a very special guest we are welcoming back our good friend Peter Engel, show's creator, executive producer, and he's going to reprise his role as a random golfer in this uh, scene where he makes his first cameo and say by the bell, let's bring it back, Peter Engel. Yes. Hey, Murray, when I make the shot, you'll owe me $1,000. Yes. <laughs> That's great. You missed that Murray, shot. <laughs> what happened was, 
what happened was it was so hot in Palm Desert. I mean, it was 105, like in the so we're shooting at like 8 in the morning. And it was so hot. I looked at Don Barnett, my friend, and I said, you got two takes. <laughs> <laughs> and the guys had written it. I didn't write that one. The guys had written it, and they asked me if I may play Murray. I said, of course. I played the golf. I said, of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just so much. So and then, many of course, memories. I was supposed to dig up the, uh, dig up the uh, green with my, but I had to fake it because they didn't want us to dig up the green. Did and then Jesse came flying by. When Jesse came flying by with Zach, I mean that show. That's. I mean we did everything in that show. There we go. The golf cart drives in the path of Peter Ingle's shot, and he misses the putt, and he's out a thousand dollars. It's great to see Peter Ingle, the show's creator. What a perfect cameo for him in this moment. It is. I remember watching that as a kid, of course, having no clue that that was Peter Ingle, just thinking it's some guy that they got to play that. And I, I always love that moment. And then as I got older and watching it and figuring out who the executive producer and Peter Engel is, and then I'm watching that back, I'm like, wait, that's that's Peter Engel. Like, I can't believe this. And so it was great to have him reprise his role, and he did it perfectly, just money, like he was right there back in that very moment. I love it. But to get back to this episode, like, Zach is chasing Jesse. She finds her, and he says that she's jealous because she thinks her father's going to love Leslie more than her, and that uh, Jesse's going to regret this and not going to the wedding and that her dad's always going to love her. And it's just the quickest turnaround ever. He just says a few simple words and Jesse's like, Oh, you're right, Zach. And puts her luggage in the back of the golf cart. And, Oh, do you think we can make it? And of course they're speeding away. And that's when they go through the golf course and, and ruin the shots there for uh, Peter Engel and his character there. And he's out the thousand bucks, but the priest finally makes it to the altar and Leslie Eisen walks down the aisle. We learn her last name and, uh, are they going to make it on time? Uh, they do. Um, they pull up in the golf cart. She apologizes. Wedding over. Episode over. I'm sorry. I'm so not into the wedding part that like, I just really, when, when it got there, I just wanted that to, okay, let's make up and let's get this over with. Putting a bow on it. I really like this episode to fight, despite the fact that it has some downfalls, some things that aren't great. The whole, the sidebar of Jesse and the wedding, the sidebar of, Christina and Slater and the princess. I, I wasn't too big a fan of, but the whole concept, the whole thing, I mean, it's a double, a two-part episode, so you have a little more chance to tell a story here. They're out of their element. They're in this beautiful location. Overall, I think this is really good and uh, gives it humanizes the gang a little bit. Makes you think, hey, I could run into them at some fancy hotel. This is cool. Uh, I liked it. Um, wasn't really into the wedding stuff. I liked, you know, George McDaniel as David Spano. A perfect suit for Jesse's father, and it all comes together in the end. The wedding's going to happen, and it's all good. So, uh, overall, really good episode, and I'm still happy with it to this day, despite Christina from Lichtenberg. <laughs> yeah, I mean, for me, this episode, there's too much in it. They This could have been one episode. They stretched it out and, like, forced things on people, like forced Christina onto Slater, forced this book onto Screech, which was good. They probably could have done that in one episode, just have one or two little things here. Uh, and they went with this Zach Kelly reunite thing, but then they just, oh no, we're just going to be friends. So it's kind of all over the place. I like that they're in a new place. I like George McDaniel as David Spano. Um, so there's a lot of things that I like about this, especially, like I said, just being at Palm Springs, seeing a new set and uh, the pool and the dinner and the hotel. I liked it all, the golf course, Peter Engel's cameo. So there's a lot of things that I really like in this, but I felt like it could have been one episode and it was kind of dragged out too long. 
Yeah, yeah, I can see that. I, I and and the the teasing of the Zach and Kelly reunion that doesn't it doesn't come to be. That's a missed opportunity to me, as we're going to see kind of with the rest of the season. There's not much, uh, you know, there's not really much more mention of this Zach and Kelly thing for quite a while now until the very end of the series in season four. So missed opportunity. Do you think in that moment? I I, I think it was a, a huge one, and um, you know, we could have we could have broke it up again later on, but. I really would like to have seen that come full circle here at the end of this episode. Why not? Yeah, hundred percent a missed opportunity. And just because that's how everything was going and everyone was on board and excited about that. And then they pull back. Like if they didn't have it at all, it would be one thing or just knowing how the series goes. Maybe if they pull it back and then like, I don't know, four or five episodes down the road, they're just like come together and like, you know, we've been dating these other people, but, uh, just it's perfect with us together and they come, but knowing that it doesn't happen till, like you said, like the end of the series, uh, they def- definitely missed an opportunity here to, to really give the people what they wanted. That's what you're supposed to do. Give the people what they want and they didn't do it. And so I'm upset. Well, let me take this time to remind you that, um, of all the Saved by the Bell revisits back there, this is the only one bringing on very key and important guests and actors and producers and writers from the show. Uh, you heard George McDaniels here. We have some big ones coming up. We have Eddie Garcia, AKA Johnny Dakota coming up in a, in an episode coming up here that uh, will be the no hope with dope. There's so much more guys. Uh, we are knee deep into season three and we're kind of uh, on the home stretch of season three here. As we look to uh, round out the series here, if you like what we're doing, go ahead and press that subscribe button on Apple podcasts, Google play stitcher or Spotify. Any way you choose to take in your podcast, you've got to say by nostalgia. We've got movies, we've got television shows, we've got so much more coming up. Um, You just heard our movie review of The Wizard with Luke Edwards and Todd Holland, the director of the film, in our archives. We've got a lot more coming up in the Saved by the Bell episodes are going to keep rolling. So thanks so much for joining us here on Saved by Nostalgia. We will be back with our next episode coming up soon.